Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Icon the Podcast. I am your host, David, host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation Radio. I guess it's time to announce it. Live on the Alternation Radio every Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 in the morning. Woo! We are going live. Well, not really live, uh, but we are going on air uh, five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Um, thank you to our uh, radio station uh, director for allowing me this opportunity. Um, so that should be fun. I'll be doing that over this next semester. Um, so five shows a week, that's gonna be a lot, um, but I feel like I can handle it. And I'm really excited. It's like the new year, new start to a new year. Um, and you guys are like the first to hear that. I've like kind of let a couple of people in my life know about it, obviously. I told like my mom, my brother, but like for the most part, it's been kind of on the DL. Um, and over the next couple of days, I guess I'm gonna start teasing it. Um, so yeah, you are the first to hear that. Pop Icon Radio is going live every Monday through Friday from eight to nine in the morning. We are talking pop culture, we are playing pop music. It is gonna be such a fun time. I'm so excited. Um, but I'm even more excited to be here today talking to you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in um to episode, I believe it's 19 of Pop Icon the Podcast. Uh Wow, we are doing great. Almost 20. That's like kind of wild, if you ask me. Um, uh, so life has been uh, life has been kind of crazy lately. Um, I'm kind of teasing that right now. I'll let you guys know more and more about it um, over the next couple of days. But just know things are like definitely getting a little spicy. Um, so why don't we jump into uh, why don't we jump into the uh, box office top ten of the week and start things off. So yeah, I guess we can jump right into the uh, box office top 10 of the week. Um, for the week of January, I guess weekend of January 5th through the 7th, um, we've got some exciting films on here. Nothing really too new, I don't think. Um, so number 10, we have got Poor Things, the Emma... I was going to say Emma Stone. Oh my god, that is Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone starring uh, Poor Things. Um, made $2 million. Fabulous. We got number 9, Ferrari, $2.5 million. Emma uh, Stone actually, like, won, like, a Golden Globe or something for this role. She beat, like, Margot, I believe. Um, number 8, we have got The Iron Claw. Number 7, we have got The Color Purple, $4.6 million. At number 6, we have got The Boys in the Boat, $5.6 million. At number 5, we have got Anyone But You, $9.8 million. Oh, wow, they're just staying, they're steadily climbing. I feel like that's more than they made the first week. Um, number 4, we have got Migration, $10 million. Oh. I wondered where that was, and I guess, uh, come to find out, it's like uh, an animated film. Okay, cool. Something for the kiddos. Uh, speaking of kiddos, number three, we've got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Um, I haven't watched it yet. I might watch it for Amber. I told you that I was going to go see it. I swear I was going to go see it, but like, I just haven't. I don't... I'm like not a DC guy. Sorry about it. Um, so number two, we have got Night Swim. That's made $12 million. That's starring like Wyatt Russell from that episode of like Black Mirror. That was so sad. Like Playdate, I think it was called, or Playtest. Ugh, I like have nightmares thinking about that. Um, number one this week, we have got, I think for the second week in a row, actually, we got the Timmy Thal- Thalame. 
Timothy Chalamet. The Timothy Chalamet starring Wonka with $14 million. So congratulations to him on that. Um, he was also at like the Golden Globes and he was like awkwardly like kissing Kylie. And we're going to talk a lot more about that because there's like a whole like a drama going on with like Kylie and him and maybe a couple others. Maybe a couple others that we have been talking about here recently. Um, but, but we can jump into some, maybe some movie news next. So yeah, we can jump into some movie news. We have got the Mean Girls New York City premiere. Uh, so Lindsay Lohan's there. Meg Thee Stallion is there. Tina Fey, Renee Rapp. Uh, nearly 20 years after the original Mean Girls hit theaters and became a pop culture classic, uh, the Mean Girls movie musical has officially had its premiere this past Monday, January 8th at New York City's AMC Lincoln Square Theater and saw its stars flock to the pink carpet ahead of the screening. Uh, so the original Mean Girl, Katie Heron herself, Lindsay Lohan, um, was there posing for photos on the red carpet, wearing an outfit. Um, they call back to old Hollywood glamour. Um, so says Yahoo.com. That's so funny. Old Hollywood glamour. Um, well, none of the other plastics were able to make it out. Um, Lindsay Lohan did pose with... Is it Angry? Angry Rice, who now plays Katie Heron in the movie musical, um, as well as Tina Fey. Um, that's kind of cool. That's awesome. The girls are getting it together. Uh... Renee Rapp, who plays Regina George in the movie, uh, turned up in, like, this weird, like, corset thing. Like, the stallion was also there. They posed together. They have, like, a single out right now. It's called Not My Fault. Um, it's not my fault. You're, like, in love with me. Um, so that's kind of, like, fun, I guess. Um, that's just, like, a little bit of pop culture news, movie news. Um, we have got some more movie news. We have got Aquaman star Amber Heard thanking fans for an overwhelming support uh, in in the character of Mira returning in Aquaman 2. Um, so Amber Heard reprised her role of Mira in Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. The actress took to social media to acknowledge all the support she's been receiving from fans uh, in the aftermath of the film coming out. Um, she goes, after all this time, Aquaman 2 made it splash. Sorry, it's too easy. Uh, Heard posted on Instagram along with a series of photos from the set of the movie. Thank you to all of my fans for the overwhelming support and love in Mira's AQ return um thank you so much so yeah i love fucking amber heard she deserves she deserves to like get appreciated she was great in the role and all those like weirdo like debt fans bitch come see me i will literally like deck you no i'm just kidding i won't do that um i'm literally acting like johnny Depp myself saying i'm gonna deck you that was just kind of funny um so <laughs> let's, let's just pretend like that didn't happen and move on um we can jump into a little bit more movie news i guess uh, so we have got Mary Kay Letourneau's ex-husband, Billy Falau, uh, reacting to May, December. Guess what his reaction was? He goes, I'm offended. Okay. Obviously, that was like an offensive movie. Um, so the inspiration for Charles Melton's uh, Golden Globe-nominated character wonders why he was never approached by the filmmakers. He goes, I'm alive and well. Um, so in Todd Haynes' May, December, Natalie Portman plays Elizabeth Barry, an actress obsessively researching a married couple with a very scandalous past. Uh, the similarities between the couple and the Mary Kay Letourneau case, which May, December screenwriter Sammy Birch has cited as her inspiration, um, are pretty, <laughs> they're pretty on the mark. Um, but in an ironic twist, nobody involved in the Netflix-produced May, December ever reached out to Billy Falau, uh, who was the inspiration for Charles Walton's character. Um... I don't know how I feel about that. Do you have to reach out to, like, the people who are involved? 
I don't know. Isn't there like artistic like integrity like that you don't want like to if you meet somebody, if you know somebody, if you feel for somebody, you're going to give them a lot like nicer of an edit than if you would just like go in with like facts and stuff like that. I don't know. He was also a victim with everything that happened. So now he's just like being victimized like 27 years later. Poor guy. Um, that's crazy. Uh, May December is like a really crazy movie. It was like funny too. I saw there was like a couple of think pieces on it, like about like music selection in it, and I was like, shut up, don't. I don't have enough. I don't have the capacity to think about that. Um, so let's get into a little bit more music news. So we have got Long Live Montero. Do you have you guys heard about that? Uh, so it is the Little Nas X movie coming out on, I guess, Max here shortly. Um, that should be fun. Uh, I don't know when. I'm trying to like look up the day, but it's like not telling me when it comes out. Oh no, it says the documentary to air on HBO and Max. Um, when though? Uh, January 27th at 8 o'clock. So yeah, if you get the chance, definitely check it out. Lil Nas X is like stirring the pot right now. I'm like, okay, want to be Madonna, bitch? You are not Madonna, ho. Or you are not Lady Gaga, bitch. Um, you are not a girl, bitch. Like, I don't know what he is like. You're not Jesus Christ, bitch. Like, I don't know what is like going on with him. Um, actually, no, I do know exactly what's going on with him. He knows that, like, he probably got the most amount of streams ever, like, whenever he was doing, like, the live dance on the devil. So he's hoping to, like, capitalize off of that. And then also, like, I don't know. We'll see with the song. The song, he has a new song coming out. We'll talk about that here after um, we get into, like, the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 of the Week. Um, let's get into some music news. So, yeah, let's just, like, talk about some uh, – we'll talk about the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 of the Week. Uh, and all of the Christmas songs are off. Thank you, Jesus. We don't have to worry about it. Mariah Carey has gone back out to see. Brenda Lee has sat down on her flight. Like, we are back in action, guys. We have got pop music. Pop music is king. And and uh, we don't have to worry about all the scary Christmas songs anymore. Um, so number 10, we can jump right into it. Uh, number 10, we have got Agora Hills, Doja Cat. Number 9, we have got Fast Car, Luke Combs. And number 8, we have got Morgan Whalen with Last Night. Oh, he has a cute new little like picture on there. He's got a short haircut. Um, number 7, we've got Water, Tyla. Number 6, we have got Snooze, SZA. Number 5, we've got I Remember Everything. Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgraves. Really? That's that high still uh number four we've got paint the town red doja cat number three we've got tate mccray with greedy number two we've got taylor swift of course with cruel summer and number one we have got loving on me from jack harlow he is kind of cute i don't know but like it's a lot of the same on there there is like one like pretty big like thing that's going on this week uh so this is like the first time in uh, billboard hot 100 chart history and i'm just kidding not history i think in like just like the past couple of years that uh one artist has had two um r&b songs like in the top 10 and we got doja cat with playing the town red and agora hills from uh her album scarlet so if, Congratulations to her. Congratulations to Doja Cat. Um, I'm happy for her. She's like probably somewhere like going off on me, being like, "Shut up." Um, but I don't care. I'm so proud of her. That's great. We can jump into maybe some music news. 
So let's get into some um, music news, I guess. Uh, we're going to get into some mu- music news. It's going to like piss my mother off. So Lil Nas X has announced a new song titled J. Christ. Um, the track, which arrives this February, January 12th, is dedicated to the man who had the greatest comeback of all time. Uh, Lil Nas X wrote in capital letters on all of his social media, J. Christ will be Lil Nas X's first single since 2022 um since he released that song like star walk in which was like fun i think it was like a fortnite song i don't know um so he put out like the single art uh what the fuck he's like he's like being like he's like being pulled up on the cross like jesus christ was he is like being nailed to the cross like jesus christ like vicky gunvalson was um i don't get it what is he trying to do here he's trying to piss my mom off like i don't know why he's like about that right now um so last year little nas x documentary little nas x long live montero debuted at the toronto film festival um and like i talked about earlier in the show will now uh air this not this sunday like in two sundays from or two saturdays from here january 27th at 8 p.m on max uh hbo as well he's like doing this whole thing like you have to like piss off like the christian fan base because it just gets everybody talking about you and i get it like he just wants somebody talking about him he's trying to make a comeback like and the biggest way to make a comeback for like a twitter troll like lanaz x is like to do something like derogatory something like offensive um so just like how Billy Folau earlier was offended by May December I'm sure a lot of people are going to be offended by Lil Nas X and his like portrayal on this cross we'll see how it goes um next news we got a little bit of Ava Max news you guys hear that she's putting out like a new song with Kygo um and it apparently samples the Shakira iconic hit wherever whenever um we'll see how it goes it like i heard like a snippet of it i maybe i'll play it here or maybe i won't um maybe i have to go in and find it or maybe i'll just post it on instagram actually that's what i'll do i'll post it on pop icons instagram at pop icon radio um and you tell me what you think about it because i'm kind of just like meh um so we got that little bit of music news we have got finally a little bit of fun uh music news you guys know who Haley bailey is right i keep on want to say Haley Berry. Haley Bailey, one half of Chloe and Haley, um, like the iconic like singing sister duo who was like found by Beyonce or something. Like they're very cute, very smiley, very sweet, very bubbly. Um, there's been a lot of talk of whether she was pregnant or not over these past couple of months. And I'm like, that would that would devastate me if there was like chatter over whether like I was about to have a baby or not. What if I wasn't pregnant? What if I was just like gaining weight? leave me alone don't ever comment on my weight um so that would like piss me off but in like happy news i guess Haley bailey is officially a mom um she decided to announce the birth of her firstborn on her own terms uh after denying pregnancy rumors over the past few months a little mermaid star took to instagram over the weekend to reveal that she welcomed a baby boy at the end of 2023 with rapper ddg um he's like a little fuck boy from what i've heard um uh, guess what she named it she said welcome to the world my halo oh i guess halo is the name halo is kind of a cute name for a baby um i don't think i know any other babies with the name halo it's definitely gonna be unique so that's really cute congratulations to the two of them i hope that guy like treats her right because he's like 
he is just like kind of weird on social media like trying to act like she's not the superstar of the relationship but he's like a youtuber i think right or like a rapper i don't know um so yeah that's gonna be it that's gonna be our music news for the week we can jump into maybe how about we jump into some pop culture news no let's not jump into yeah we're gonna jump into some pop culture news more specifically some bravo news so we can talk about a little bit of Bravo news that's going on this week. So let's start off with like the most boring of it all. Uh, so first things first, um, there is a new legal fallout from Scandal There's just like new developments like every single week. Um, uh, Ariana Maddox is suing Tom Sandoval over the Los Angeles home they co-own and still live in together. Um, the Vanderpump Rules star filed suit against her ex-boyfriend in the LA Superior Court. Um, and the documents make it clear that they want to split the house up. Um, according to the documents, Ariana wants a partition by sale, which means she wants a judge to order them to sell the house and divide the proceeds. Uh, what she doesn't want is a division in kind that would allow them to retain their ownership property. Uh, and one of them could sell to a third party. Um, translation, she just wants to sell the place and have them both move on with their lives. He obviously wants to hold on to the place. Um, and I think like with the fact that they probably put a lot of money into it, he probably wants her to just like sign it over to him. Basically. I don't trust her or I don't trust him like to not like try to screw her over in some way, but like uh, her part. And if I were her, I just like want to move on from it all. Like get the fuck away from him. Cause he is just like not a good guy for what he did, but like, I don't know. I get it sometimes. Whatever. Um, so we've got that little bit of Bravo news. Uh, we've got some more Bravo news. How about we've got Rachel Raquel Levis. She has launched her podcast. She put out the first episode and I listened to it. And guess what? I'm still on her side. I'm not like, I'm not some fucking gullible bitch. That's just going to be like, Oh my God, I like don't trust her after that. No, like I, I heard the words that came out of her mouth and I understood where she was coming from with some things. And this is just chapter one. I feel like we're getting like at least 10 chapters to this book. Um, so if you get the chance to check it, definitely check out Rachel goes rogue on Apple podcast. Cause she really, she digs into, she spills a lot of, it of tea this episode about James and like the sale of the dog. Cause that is what I feel like is going to be a big part of like Vanderpump rules. The season is like the weird, like way that Lisa Vanderpump went about like getting Raquel's dog that she got for, graduation from her parents like gave, to give that dog custody to like james kennedy and like i don't know there's just like a weird like bit of like stuff there i don't and i don't know how to like unpack that um so i guess i'll have to watch this next season of vanderpump rules to maybe just give me a little bit more clarity um so we've got that going on ariana suing sandoval we've got rachel going rogue um we have got oh no we've got tamra versus vicky and shannon um, so our mothers are fighting our real housewives of orange County mothers are fighting against one another. Vicky and Shannon are going on tour together. Tamara is going on tour with Teddy. They do the two T's in a podcast. Um, they're going with like Cynthia Bailey. I think Angie Katzenaf is from Salt Lake city is going to be going there. I want to say like Emily Simpson, who's so fucking boring. Um, she's probably going to be there, I think. Um, so they're all going to be showing up, uh, and they're all, there's like a whole bunch of drama going on right now because, Apparently, like Shannon is throwing Tamara under the bus to Vicky, and Vicky is saying that Tamara is like a bad friend on social media and saying that she's perfect for the trailers. And 
Tamara's like going back off on her and it's just like really sad that like these ladies are fighting. Um, I feel bad for them because like they always just like they can never just like get it right. Um, so I I pray for them that everything works out for them. We got a little bit more pop culture like Bravo news really quick. We have got our Real Housewives in Salt Lake City. Um, they are motherfucking crazy, dude. And we have found out some crazy news. There are two bombshells that were dropped this past episode of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So uh, one, Jen Shaw is actually the one who gave. Heather Gay, that big ass black eye that she has got. Um, she casually like reveals that in some like big gotcha to Monica. Monica's like, I'm glad that you can fucking finally tell the truth for once in your life, bitch. Um, and I was like gagged. I was like, oh my god, she's so fucking funny for that. And she's real for that. Um, and number two is apparently our girl Monica Garcia, um, who follows me. Oh my god, I never I don't think I've said that on the podcast yet. Monica Garcia follows me. Um, she actually turns out to be this uh there's a blog type, Twitter slash Instagram called Rally Von Tees. Um, it was very like Dita Von Tees. Like I'm crying, like listening to sub while they talk about it. Um, like what was she thinking? It was apparently it was like a big group of them that like all worked together to try to take Jen Shaw down, and like occasionally the other girls would like get dragged into it. But I mean, can we just be honest here? Like, Monica has a point. Like, she was in the process of taking Jen Shaw down. Like, she's pissed about, like, what Jen Shaw was doing to her employees, how she was treating them, how she was talking to them, thinking that she could just get away with doing God knows what else, like, behind the scenes. You know, we the little bit that we saw of her, like, on camera, like, being in camera, like, recorded was from Monica. So, like, Monica was doing, like, the Lord's work trying to get that out there that, like, Jen Shaw was, like, a monster. And, like, these ladies, like, they kind of covered for Jen over the past couple of years. Like, Heather especially with that last, like, reveal over the eyebrow, like, the the black eye. Like, you lied for Jen. Jen who was, like, deceiving old people and you were, like, her best friends. And when I saw this thing that was, like, they're over there judging Monica. Meanwhile, they're giving Jen the best rooms, like, on the vacations that they were taking. So, I mean, that kind of says something, don't you think? I don't know. I feel like it says, like, a little bit of something. Um, so, yeah, that's our little bit of Bravo news this week. We can jump into some uh, – let's jump into some more television news before we jump into some pump. So, we have got culture. a good amount of television news this week. So, we have got the White Lotus Season 3 cast being revealed. Um, HBO, HBO. HBO has unveiled the cast for Season 3 of The White Lotus. Um which will include Leslie Bibb, Jason Isaacs, Parker Posey, Michelle Monaghan, um, Dom Hecretal, and also they just announced Carrie Coon will be in it. Um, so, like, it looks kind of fun. Um, HBO announced the cast of the third season. Uh, Leslie Bibb was in popular back in the day. I, like, loved her in that show. And I loved also, they need Carly Pope in there, too. Um, we also have Natasha Rothwell returning um who played i forgot who she played tanya's uh oh yeah she played belinda in the first season um tanya's like she was kind of like her helper or whatever um so i'm excited to see where this goes the season one and season two of of white lotus were so good um and i know that like mike white is gonna like pull it out here with this like superstar cast i don't know the one thing I'm, like, not, like, loving is, like, that Carrie Coon girl. I don't really know her that much. I'm not really, like, obsessed with her like everybody else is. But um, maybe I'll come to appreciate her for all of that. 
Um, so we can get into some, uh, let's talk about Frank Langella. Is that his name? So Frank Langella was this like older actor, you know, him, he played in Dracula. He was in the ninth gate masters of the universe, Frost Nixon. I mean, God, what else was he in? Um, a lot of things. So he was fired from Netflix's the fall of the house of Usher for being like, inappropriate on set with like his younger wife character um and he like spoke out about it and the role like had to be recast it was like a whole bunch of drama but like he's finally like talked a little bit more about it um and he's like he's one of those guys that like gets annoyed by like intimacy like coordinators and like he's like they won't just let you just like do your thing and i'm like whoa sir don't touch her um she doesn't want to be touched by you and like i don't know like i feel like sometimes it's not needed maybe like if the people aren't comfortable or if they are like comfortable with one another but if like two people aren't comfortable with one another maybe they are that's exactly right they would have those i don't know like that's kind of weird that he's like all upset about it i'm kind of like annoyed with him for being upset about it too so like frank langella like sir get over it um you think you're like a bad bitch you're you're nothing um so we have got hell's kitchen uh we got some more television news hell's kitchen had a secret contestant that got cut from the show um the cooking show's biggest mystery just keeps on popping up says polygon.com um more than any other reality show from the mid-2000s hell's kitchen is always out there like either being memed or like a little clip of it is being shared on twitter like this was like the Gordon Ramsay like crazy show. Um, so Hell's Kitchen was in its third season, which aired in 2007. It pitted six men against six women. Um, at least how it's appeared when the season aired. Um, as it turns out, there was a secret 13th contestant who started the season with the rest of the group, but was quietly removed early on in the proceedings and cut from the broadcast. Um, one of the earliest discussions of the mystery seemed to pop up about five years ago with a post from only one scrappy do on Reddit. What a name. Um, but people have attempted to shelve it multiple time since um however when the official hell's kitchen youtube channel of lady season three episode one fans began to notice the issue all over again the missing contestant jr shows up during certain parts of the show's opening episode um it's shown there's like a secret reason behind it um the reason why he can be glimpsed that he can be glimpsed in bits and pieces of the original broadcast uh is because fox released a show with a 16 19 aspect ratio um on youtube meanwhile the show on television was cut down to a narrower 4 3 ratio uh, which left out areas of the size of the frame making it easy for the show to cut jr out so like they just like totally like pretend like this man wasn't there like he wasn't like part of the whole situation um why does everybody care i don't know uh it seems jr may have been removed from the show because he spread rumors about his fellow contestant joanna and possibly for revealing spoilers about the show um i don't know that's just what people say online uh and you know what people say online they can make up anything i don't know that's still like kind of crazy so congrats to jr for finally getting his name out there like he should have 150,000 followers on instagram like all the rest of them by now um so yeah we can jump into some more pop culture news i guess so i guess we can get into some pop culture news we can get into like weekly like gypsy hour um so like gypsy rose blanchard um is in the headlines once again she is on like the interview circuit she is period in like out on there like she is like 
I don't even know how to say it. She is basically like the media's darling right now. Um, and she's everywhere out there. Um, and she's also on Instagram at the moment. She's defending her husband, Ryan Anderson. Um, the couple, uh, have been married for two years, um, which is crazy. I'm like, how were they married? Wasn't, did she just go to jail? I don't know. Um, so Gypsy Rose posted on Instagram. She goes, Ryan, don't listen to the haters. I love you and you love me. We do not owe anyone anything. Our family is who matters. If you get likes and good comments great if you get hate and whatever because they don't matter i love you beside they jealous because you were rocking my world every night yeah i said it the d is fire happy wife happy life damn so apparently like ryan is like putting it down i'm gonna post um a picture of ryan and just so that we can see the face the man behind like the fire d um i have to like i have to laugh because you know what? She's just, like, happy to have her man outside of prison. Like, she was inside of jail for the past couple of years um, for, like, something she should not have been in jail for that. Her mother was, like, an awful person. Like, sometimes, like, just, like, awful people, like, shouldn't be around you. Um, like, but also, like, you can't kill people. That's crazy. Um, so, like, that's our, like, little bit of, like, Gypsy Rose Blanchard news. We can also just talk about the fact that, like, why is, uh, why is Don Juan from, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy's, like, assistant on one. Why is he in Ryan's, like, DMs writing, like, DM me, DM me. I'm like, sir, she, he is not interested in you and anything going on in Atlanta right now. He's got, like, Gypsy and, like, giving her, like, the fire D. So, like, the fact that you're, like, over here trying to, like, get involved in something that doesn't involve you i'm like go go somewhere else with all that like portia said you bitch you are not a girl um like gone with that so that's our little bit of gypsy news for the week we can jump into some more pop culture news so we can jump into like a little bit of like controversial pop culture news so we have got athletic apparel company lululemon uh facing backlash after their founder and former ceo chip wilson uh recently made comments that certain customers should be discouraged from shopping at his stores oh lord here we fucking go um so in a new interview with forbes the 68 year old disparaged the retailer's advertising calling the models in lululemon's ads unhealthy sickly and not inspirational saying that it's important to be clear that you don't want certain customers coming in like ill like the undesirables are you kidding me no he didn't say that um so it isn't the first time that wilson has faced criticism for his remarks about who's best suited to wear lululemon's high-end athleisure and who isn't in 2013 the founder came under fire after saying that some women's bodies just don't work in lululemon's yoga pants during an interview um drawing outrage from many of their customers uh his latest his comments uh suggest that lululemon is trying to become like the gap uh and express his distaste of what he calls lululemon's whole diversity and inclusion thing like chip dude what are you doing you were like wild for that um chip wilson is i guess this guy from california who sold the his first business i guess it was called west beach a skate snowboard and surf shop uh, in 1997 which then he went on to found lululemon um i've never worn lululemon not really into it i'm like more of like a fabletics type guy i don't know what that says about me um i'm just kind of even very fabletics though that's the only thing that's like advertised to me on instagram so i just felt like bringing it up um so that's funny i guess 
what do you think guys do you think that like everybody should be wearing every clothing brand you know what maybe i don't because personally i'm not wearing hollister anymore i'm not wearing air apostle and like i'm not wearing like those type of american apparel like do you remember american apparel oh my god that was so weird like everything every item in a different color like and v-necks i'm like get me out of here i hated that like era and it was like it was actually like really annoying um so that's like a little bit of like i guess fashion news we can talk about this week um we can get into some more pop culture news next um how about oh god is there anything else like that's like gonna be coming out about like the epstein list so i guess we can talk about like some scary pop culture news we've got this whole like epstein list being like unveiled this week um and we've got some celebrities i guess that were named in it who who was it Kate Blan blanchett what leonardo dicaprio cameron diaz bruce willis kevin spacey that was obvious um star wars director george lucas like wasn't donald trump in there like bill clinton what the fuck dude kind of weird um i was expecting more people i thought like naomi campbell was supposed to be in there thank god she wasn't but like she put out a statement saying like you're not gonna tear me down and so that's so i was like expecting her to be like one of the, like the names um that was like leaked on there so cameron diaz actually i saw like a statement from her because cameron has never met jeffrey epstein nor has she ever been in the same place as him or had any association with him whatsoever regardless of the fact that he may or may not have mentioned her name or implied that he knew her um so what i'm hearing from this like whole like list this whole like epstein list was like these names and stuff are like people who like he like said that he was friends with sometimes or like he would like talk about like oh yeah cameron is gonna be at like this place like i don't know so i don't know if it was like actually like the truth or not i don't know i know that it's like kind of creepy that like all these names are like started like apparently like i guess prince andrew like overseas his name was definitely like released and a couple of like i think united states like senators and stuff like that some couple a couple of like high up some fashion people i don't know like very creepy um i don't want to talk about it for much longer um so yeah we can just move on from that we can we can move on from that we can move on to some scary news we can talk about that judge that like got attacked so like let's just talk about it i know you guys have seen that video of like that viral video of that guy like leaping over and like attacking that judge um so apparently in las vegas a man who leaped over a judicial uh bench and attacked a nevada judge on video last week was shackled and closely watched on monday as he appeared before the same judge and was sentenced up to four years in state prison um the punishment was handed down in connection with an attempted battery charge dating back to last year um that he pled guilty for in november and was in court to be sentenced for on january 3rd when he rushed the judge um she goes i want to make it clear i'm not changing or modifying the sentence i was in the process of imposing last week before i was interrupted by the defendant's actions um so yeah i like I feel a couple of different ways about this. One, like, of course the guy should have never attacked the judge. And if he, like, attacked the judge, then he should be, like, in trouble for it. But, like, two, come to find out, like, he's, like, bipolar. And he's been, like, in jail for the past couple of months. And they don't give him, like, medicine for it. So, like, is that, like, right for somebody to be, like, losing their mind because of you not, like, helping them out? Like, giving them things that are, like, necessary for them to be, like, a productive member of society? And then, like, they act, like, out after you don't give them that. And you're, like... I don't know, like, I feel like everybody has been, like, awful, being like, that guy should be fucking thrown under the jail bus! And I'm like, I'm like, what jail bus? Like, leave him alone? Like, he, not leave him alone. 
he really should not have attacked that woman. But at the same time, he's obviously like bipolar and like why first of all where were the cops why were the cops like totally just like letting him just like whoop up on that woman like there were like three men back there and then like one guy started like punching i was like this is like so much drama um i can't believe it uh so i feel bad for everybody involved i feel bad for the judge i feel bad for the guy who was like attacking because like everything but like i also feel like you know justice needs to be served um so that's just like a little bit of pop culture news we can get in some more news next um how about the naked bass pro guy so have you heard about like all the craziness that happened at like the bass pro in alabama um, so a man crashed his car outside a Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, then stripped down to his birthday suit and then plunged into the giant aquarium inside of the store, police have said. Um, so the ordeal happened at Thursday night in front of shocked shoppers in the town um, just outside of Birmingham. Leeds uh, Police Chief Pearl Irwin said, Pearl, Paul Irwin said, uh, the 42-year-old Alabama man did a cannonball leap into the aquarium and then stood under a waterfall. Um, he left the water to yell at two police officers, then dove back into the aquarium, police said. Um, the man eventually climbed over the side of the aquarium and fell to the concrete floor below. <laughs> Police then apprehended him. Um, he faces several charges, including public lewdness, disorderly contact, and criminal mischief. Um, the man was in the water for about five minutes before the officers arrived. So you have to watch this video because it's like really, it's motherfucking wild. I'm like, sir, what the fuck are you doing in there? Get out of there. Leave leave these people alone and like the worst part of it not the worst i guess <laughs> the worst part of it so he like gets in the water gets naked i'm like where's his penis does he have a penis i'm like oh my god he has like the smallest penis i've ever seen in my life that is crazy poor guy um so like i feel bad about that for him but i don't feel bad that he like is acting like a psychopath like i wonder what his thing was apparently um police have said that he was like on drugs i'm like what type of drugs was he on like meth i don't know um so that's fucking crazy that's a little bit of like just like kind of local um pop culture news so we have got like some really like scary pop culture news like was a massive alien spotted outside of a miami mall um so yeah the year 2024 started out really freaking bizarre here in florida um after a rumor started spreading like wildfire on social media that a 10 foot tall alien was roaming in a miami shopping mall um which was pulling in a huge amount of like police presence i guess or was like I, I saw the videos it's like 50 like 60 100 cars i don't know like every single police officer in miami is like going there um the video showed the alien uh shadow surrounded by dozens of police officers uh and cruisers with their lights flashing apparently like the rumor on social media was that like gunfire had started at the mall after creatures had appeared out of a portal and like citizens were like were had to pull their guns out and fight the aliens bitch what the fuck is going on um so the speculation turned red hot after the video went viral on social media showing a massive figure strolling outside of the bayside marketplace um as soon as the video went viral the speculation uh started flooding all of social media basically i don't know if the rumors about the miami uh mall aliens are real but i do know that i've never seen this many police in one place uh one person said um they said a miami mall was shut down by police and rumors are being spread about eight to ten foot tall shadow aliens what the fuck is a shadow aliens um reports uh however said that it was kids fighting apparently i guess it did turn out to be like i guess like 
teenagers fist fighting with one another. I saw a couple of videos of people like attacking one another. I don't know. Um, something was like off about it. I'm like, why did they send so many police officers to like break up these like children fighting? Like, I feel like you could probably send like five and they could probably stop like teenagers because I mean, it doesn't really take that much. All you have to do is like tell them to stop and like kick the, throw them around a little bit. I don't know, like, are aliens here? Uh, possibly. My friend, Andrew, like, he was telling me to check out this documentary on Hulu, and I might just have to do that and talk to him about it. I want to, I, like, asked him about this, what he thought about it, and he was like, it's not real. Um, obviously, but there are stuff that he says is real, so I'm like, oh, what's going on there um, with the aliens? So we'll see about that. We can jump into... Let's get into some more pop culture news. Like, we're, we're starting to wind down the show a little bit. Let's, like, one of our last three stories. Let's talk about all this, like, viral, like, Stanley Cup, like, drama going on. Yeah, the Stanley Cup. Not, like, the, like, hockey Stanley Cup. Like, the cup that's, like, called Stanley So, we can talk about something that has taken over, like, pop culture by storm right now. So, what's the deal with, like, these Stanley Cups? Like, you guys know them. They're, like, these cups that have, like, a handle on them, built-in straw. What's going on with them? I don't know. They're super popular right now. I heard them first. Get, actually, no. Let me start. First things first. I heard them first. At my job, one of the hostesses had one, like, brought it on all the time. She's like, this is my Stanley. I need a Stanley. I'm like, okay, bitch, you got a Stanley. I'm proud of you. Like, that's, like, all the kids want. I'm happy for you. Then come to find out, people are, like, going mad about it right now. Like, their people are fighting in stores for them. Like, what the fuck is going on with that? Apparently, like, the thing that first – I said apparently. The thing that really first caught my attention was, like – the Stanley Cup in the car that, like, burnt down and it, like, survived. Like, that was the only thing that survived. So, it was, like, good marketing. They, like, bought the woman a car to replace the one that, like, burnt down. So, they, like, really did the damn thing. They got, like, a good reputation going on, um, which I guess made everybody just wanted them even more. So, the fever was on display last week when people were camped outside at Target stores just to get their hands on a limited edition Stanley and Starbucks collaboration. Um, one man went so as far as to jump the counter and steal a box of the cups. Um, but you know what? The other people in the store took care of his ass because they were throwing him around. They were whooping his ass. I was like, good, they should. Um, late last year, the limited edition pink and cherry red tumblers caused mayhem at Target. Um, I'm like, why? What's going on with him? What's so great? They're like, they're not even that like fat. Like how much water do they even have in there? um ordinarily they cost around 45 dollars, but i guess this one was like 70 dollars. it's like a lot of money for me i don't know i don't know how i feel about it like maybe i'll get one because everybody else has one right isn't that why you do things um the president of stanley is like super happy he goes i couldn't think of a better example of our products quality um after the video of the fire um he like he did the damn thing when he created this bottle. And then I guess the person who did the Crocs campaign also did like the Stanley Cup campaign. So that person also knew what they were doing because Crocs are like the biggest thing going right now. Um, these tumblers come in a variety of all colors, um, ranging from Tiger Lily to Rose Quartz to Charcoal. Like there's so many different flavors of the rainbow. Um, uh, like that's great. Um, congratulations to Stanley. I feel like I had a Yeti years ago and that was like the big thing congratulations to me for having a yeti like five fucking years ago and now we're on to stanley's and i'm just like out the loop you know what i have i have a house uh cup that says real housewives of 38 that my boss and my friend andrew got me so i use that bitch and it's a lot better um than a stanley cup i feel like at least in my opinion um we can jump into one of our last stories what are we going to talk about we can talk about like 
We talk about fucking Jimmy Kimmel versus Aaron Rodgers. So let's talk about some pop culture news. Let's talk about two of my like least favorite things. We talk about something that involves sports and something that involves late night television hosts. Um, so we have got Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel um, apparently are the talk of the town. And it's not for saying good things about one another. Um, the star quarterback of the NFL made some harsh comments on the... Uh, what is it called? The Pat McAfee show? I don't know. I don't watch sports shit. I told you. Um, but he made some harsh comments about the iconic Daily Show host um, targeting him for his involvement with Jeffrey Epstein. I'm like, what? He wasn't on the list, though. Um, so while the two sides are going back and forth, this isn't the first feud between the two. In fact, they have been rivals for a very long time now. Um, and I guess it all started back in 2021 when Jimmy Kimmel took a hard hit at Aaron Rodgers for hiding his unvaccinated status. I'm like, Jimmy Kimmel, who are you to judge? Why are you judging anybody? Stay out of this fucking business. I don't know. The, ju- the Daily Show host criticized the NFL legend for saying that before testing positive, he had tested negative for COVID-19 300 times. The comedian's joke stated that it's an old logic that old grandmas use in an attempt to keep their driver's license. Uh, apparently pissed off Aaron Rodgers, and the two started going back and forth. Um... Jimmy Kimmel apparently said the ma- the fact of the matter is that the risk of dying from COVID is 11 times higher if you're not vaccinated. This is a dumb conversation, but you'll never guess who this whack packer has been getting his medical advice from. Um, Jimmy Kimmel said, and uh, I guess to that he said, well, you know what, Jimmy Kimmel, bitch, you're on the fucking Epstein list, bitch. That's kind of funny, actually. Kind of weird. Um, the court stated last year that it would be releasing the names of the associates that were linked with Jeffrey Epstein in the early days of 2024. I told you about earlier in the show, we had Cameron Diaz supposedly being on there. We had Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, so, like, why does Aaron Rodgers think that Jimmy Kimmel was on the list? Was, like, there's something, like, to that? I don't know. Um, we'll see. Like, <laughs> it was funny what he said. He said, there's a, like, whenever he was on the show, Aaron Rodgers goes, there's a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, who is hoping that list doesn't come out. <laughs> like, why do you have to say including Jimmy Kimmel? And Jimmy Kimmel got all mad about it and got on social media. I was like, I will sue your ass, bitch. And, you know, it just went from there. So, like, whose side are you on? Are you on Jimmy Kimmel's side or are you on Aaron Rodgers' side? I'm on team, like, fuck both of you guys. Um, I'm just kidding. We can jump into our final pop culture story of the week. How about some Belieber? And no, I'm just not even Belieber. It's Haley Bieber. Not Haley Bieber. Oh, my God. What am I talking about? It's Selena Gomez versus Kylie Jenner. Uh, and it's all due to Timothy Chalamet. So let's get into some, like, shunking pop culture news. So we have got Selena Gomez versus Kylie Jenner. Um, and it's all over Timothy Chalamet. Like, what is going on there? So apparently there was a little bit of beef the other night. Um, and some things were caught on camera. And people are saying some things. Um, and even Timothy Chalamet had to jump out there and say, it's not true. Is he British? I don't know. I just made that one up. So, yeah, and it's actually kind of funny that, like, my friend Allison actually sent me a post about what's going on, like, with the situation. Apparently, Selena Gomez. Let me get let me get to, like, the root of it all first. Um, so, there was this viral video that went crazy over the past weekend at the Golden Globes of Selena Gomez mouthing to her friends Taylor Swift and Kelly, or is it Kaylee Teller, Miles Teller's wife? She's there, like, telling them that, like, so-and-so wouldn't let me take a picture with them. And Kelly, or Kaylee, whatever her name is, apparently says, with Timothy? And Selena does this, like, yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, Taylor's, like, shunt her mouth is, like, open. Um, So, like, the video went viral, and everybody's like, oh, my God, is that what's going on? Like, why would not? Why? 
why would Kylie not want Timothy to take a photo with Selena Gomez? She's such a nice, sweet girl. Um, well, bitch, if you have been listening to fucking Pop Icon the past couple of weeks, I have been exposing Miss Gomez for the messy bitch who lives for drama that she is. Because Selena Gomez is one to, like, throw the stone and then hide the hand. You know what I mean? Like, she's the first one to, like, say something or, like, start some shit and then, like, take it all back or, like, hide from it. Um, and she did that with Kylie Jenner, I guess, over this past year. They were beefing whenever Ky- uh, Selena and Haley were, like, fighting. And I think that Selena used to be friends with Kylie, I think, until, I guess, she hooked up with Justin behind her back. That's just, like, a little bit of old, like, pop culture news. Um, little pop culture tea. So, Selena Gomez, like I said, my friend Allison, like, sent me a comment that, like, Selena Gomez posted on Instagram where she was, like, it goes, was Selena Gomez gossiping about Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet Golden Globes? Here's the truth. And Selena Gomez comments, she goes, no, I told Taylor about two of my friends who hooked up. Not that that's anyone's anyone's business. What are you talking about, you fucking 32-year-old woman? No, I was telling her about two of my friends that, like, hooked up. You're, that was kind of, like, weird if you ask me. I don't know. I don't love Selena Gomez. I've told you that many times. And I think that this year, I think that she's just trying to start shit. And that she, her dress was, like, not even that cute at this show, too. I'm just, like, a hater on Selena Gomez, I guess. I'm sorry about it. Um, so yeah, that is our, how we're going to end the show. I think this week, um, thank you guys so much for tuning into pop icon radio. And I'm so excited for you guys to be able to listen to it Monday through Fridays. Um, 9.7 WKGC HG three, the alternation. You can listen to it on the alternation radio.com. And also if you download the tune in app, you can listen on 90.7 on there. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. If you guys already don't be sure to check out pop icon radio on Instagram. Um, give me a follow on there. That'd be really nice. I would really appreciate it um as well as maybe like a five-star review uh on apple podcast and spotify um but until next week thank you guys so much for tuning in i'm sorry for the show being a little bit late this week we actually had a hurricane no we had a hurricane we had a really bad storm that was like coming in like monday night into tuesday and i was just like terrified and like we closed down at my job and like it was just like so much drama um i like cried a couple times of course because i'm a baby when it comes to storms um but yeah that was the show this week thank you guys so much for tuning in i will see you guys friday whenever we put out our uh episode of movie day podcast rewind with stacy as well as on pop icon radio its first live show is this friday too on 90.7 wkgc um i guess i will see you then have a good one bye